The Cellcast is recorded in front of a live streaming audience. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cellcast. Joining me today is a man who the police are looking for because he's a dog who may have killed somebody. Welcome, Jacob. Right into it. I promise. <laughs> sure, sure. No promise. Great. Why am I running around your dog? Great. <laughs> oh, ha, ha. Turn him back, please. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, D-Lit. Jeez. Wait. Like, one minute you're doing something else, you get turned into the dog. And then the police are coming after you for no reason whatsoever. Like, all I, I mean, did was a... sniff something. That was it. I just know there was a Calico cat angry at you. Oh, brother. Anyways, why thank you? Let me use our co-host, a man who simply was looking for revenge. Welcome, Drew. He tasks me. He tasks me and I shall have him. I'll chase him around the moons of Nibia and around the Antares Maelstrom and around Perdition's flames, or maybe Gas Station's flames, before I give him up. Touche. That was good. That was really good. It's your fault for bringing up Star Trek in the pre-show. You're welcome. I regret nothing. I'm sure you don't. That's right. Tonight, folks, we are still in Indie Shorts Month. And we are reviewing Jacob's two picks for this week, that being the short film Fueled and another one called Soft Rain. I wanted to call it Short Rain for some reason. This is not like a weird knockoff of that character from Temple of Doom. Short Round. It's not not Short Round. It's just, it's Soft Rain. Soft Rain. Soft Rain. Anyway, are you ready to jump into this thing? Yes. All right. The following is a spoiler-filled review for the short film's fueled and soft rain listener discretion is advised which one do you want to do first uh let's go with um which one do you like better i'm good with both okay uh let's go with soft rain first all right well soft rain was created by omen studios it was written and directed by sasha sasha sorry i said that wrong Goedegebure. My apologies for that particular mispronunciation. Uh, and the only trivia I have for this is the pink puffballs that were uh, rain and represent rain in this. They remind me of tribbles. Don't feed them. Literally, my thought when I started first started seeing these things fall is like, wow, this planet is doomed, and they're. And they're remarkably okay with it. <laughs> they're not mogwabs, at least. At least they're not mogwabs. Yes. No, I'm saying don't feed them at all. Don't not. Don't That's feed true because they multiply midnight. anyway. Not don't feed them after midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Which it's always after midnight, isn't it? That's true, technically. Anyway. Anyways. So yeah, that's what I've got for the information on this one. What All do you right. got? So soft rain, there's no IMD, IMDb, IMDb. I you, noticed. You can watch it on YouTube. Production-wise by Omni Studios. Directed Omens. by Omens. Sorry, Omens. Omens Studios. Directed by Sasha Go 
Dur- yeah, you're having the same problem with the yes. name I did. Yeah, and I'm, I'm the one with the, the reading problem here. I'm sorry. It's just like there are too many consonants in this name. Yes. No offense. No yeah, offense. Man. It's just this is not my native language to try and speak this name. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. Distribution, we don't know, is released you, on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Uh, release date was December 10th, 2023. Its runtime is seven minutes and three seconds. And that's all I've got for all right. stuff. So one thing I like about this is, and I'll admit I am having a hard time telling if this is just really well done CG made to look like stop motion mm-hmm. or if it's actually stop motion or even claymation. It kind of looks like claymation. It, it looks like claymation, but it's not. It's actually uh, CG. I can tell by looking at it. Yeah. That's how good the good. CG is. Oh, yeah. Um. I guess I I could have told noticed when with the pink puff balls because those are definitely not clay. Yeah. But um, I I, I was watch I uh I love the animation on this, mm-hmm. I, and I love how so uh it, it, while it does not tell you precisely what's going on because mm-hmm. you don't need to know it's it's got a good message of uh you know you don't know what people are going through. No, you don't. And it's better to to it's better it's better to be nice and to be kind to to people instead of just assuming they're angry hurtful people or whatever yeah because you don't know what people are going through yeah exactly and and i and i love how well the pink puffballs actually worked as water even before we actually see the rain oh yeah so yeah what are your thoughts my my thoughts are are we talking just going into spoilers or non-spoilers we're already in spoilers i already gave the warning all right yeah okay so general discussion general discussion uh what i loved is the what i wrote is like all all like all compressing depression uh-huh. is like this you, is you the, can tell it by the look on his face the whole like the the way he the way his mannerisms the way he walks the like the fact be like he he be like he walks in front of the mirror he looks at it for a second drops his gaze and then opens the door Mm-hmm. and all it is just like a flood of pills yeah b- pill bottles and the way like he walks down the stairs and the rain and, and starts you, and you get the feeling when you sorry sorry to uh, jump in on you but you get the feeling that that's all his past prescriptions and none of them worked that's true because he takes a they, handful and just down yeah and they all have that ridiculous little smiley face that you yeah. just want to murder yeah even as someone who's not going to depression, it's like, I want to murder that smiley face. This is not Walmart. <laughs> so as a person who has mild depression, be like, I, I can somewhat relate with this character mm-hmm. because some days you just get enough. I don't knowingly suffer from depression. Yeah. And I do say it that way because I've never been diagnosed with anything. Yeah, I have. But I would not be surprised. Hey, everyone does get in the funk every they once do. in a while. But I, I think I can at least commiserate with the guy being in a continual funk for a couple days. Yeah. And it's like the 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 fact to be like he he stand he stand alone dish be like mm-hmm. he feels like no one wants to be he wants to be around anybody, but then you have this bubbly pink character show up, and be like kind of is very much taken by the arm. Hey, we're gonna have fun the whole bit, and uh, I I love the fact to be like he kind of just starts to enjoy the rain. Yeah, and when like the bus rolls by, it's like oh I miss this now I'm depressed. Yeah. Be like even in those moments of bright sunshine, hopeful moments mm-hmm. of joy and gladness, 
be like there's still going to be those little moments where you're just going to sink down to the bottom again yeah and it's like yeah, it, it's a very all-encompassing kind of story of a guy who is he's dealing with depression and he's he's going throughout his day and he has this one little spotlight of mm-hmm. like hope and joy with this woman who is trying to lift up his spirits and she does a good job for about a moment and then his life go back to normal and he goes through the drudgery of the day and be like i, I was hoping for more of like a like a happy like a happy ending where it'd be like yeah. he, he kind of comes out of his funk he comes out of his depression for a moment but he doesn't and i i found that it's like okay that's kind of the reality I mean, of depression in a way i mean the most depressing part of this when i was watching it was mm. when you know she gets on the bus and he's following after her and i kept thinking and they're gonna sit next to each other and this uh-huh. is gonna be a slightly happy and he walks past her and sits behind her yeah i'm like oh that's hurtful but i also understand yeah i so understand uh-huh. yes that was a nice bright happy thing but i understand now that, that that's that the spell quote unquote is broken yeah why he has it's he's back where he was and they both have to move on yeah and it's like it's it's one of those it's 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 never a quick heal no it's not person never is and like there again if you are dealing with depression please go to talk to somebody yeah and uh there again you are not alone in depression and um like even the bible says be like be like you know cast your cares on me Mm -hmm. and uh don't be anxious about anything well and for in knowing that i i do have mild depression be like sometimes like anxiety comes upon you and it's hard to get rid of yeah but uh i think relying on my strength in or not my strength alone is nothing but when it comes to christ relying on his strength is far sufficient than mine um so when it comes to depression it's more just relying on something stronger than you and that's for anything myself included is relying on my relationship with jesus christ to get me through those things Mm -hmm. because if you try to do anything by yourself you're going to fail yeah now some people it's oh just work with pills go talk with people okay that's all grand and dandy but eventually that's not going to work it's not going to work but finding your hope in something you're finding your your hope and security like even in darkest time mm-hmm. but like you have some of the greatest theologians who've had depression I said that, just be just because you found god though yeah don't go expecting that to cure your depression no, of course that's not, not going to be how no. i do want to throw no. that out there you're still going to be fighting that the rest of your life oh, yeah. it's just you're not going through it alone exactly even when you feel like you're physically you know you're alone you're not alone exactly exactly believe me and definitely as hard as it is build that support network yeah, exactly. Good, a good, uh, a church group is a is a good a good uh, church good, group. Good, good for that. Yeah. yeah. I don't have my phone muted. No, but uh, yeah, this is a great example of depression, and uh, it's it ends on that sour note where he he's still back at his same place. You see, mm-hmm. he just hasn't grown. And one of the things that I, I, I learned, I don't know, it felt obviously he's not cured no you're not going to do that but it does at least feel like it's not as bad as it was when he got up so like it this is a great example of depression that you have a character who is who's struggling with something but like you said before be like there's something there yeah it's obviously not he's still depressed yeah that's not gone yeah but it's almost like he's 
a little bit of that weight has been taken off of his shoulders. Yeah, not the bit. whole thing. He's, yeah, but like a little bit. It's a little easier. And you and, and let's face it, the, the one of the parts I I really felt for the guy. Yeah, was when he gets home, closes the door, and stares at his umbrella. It's like <laughs> I could have used you earlier today, hey. but then it, that does cause him to think. But yeah, but if I had that, I wouldn't have had that nice moment. Yeah, exactly. Granted, so there there's no voice of... acting in this whatsoever. No, so all of this is being told so- solely through animation. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So yeah, that's probably my favorite part of this. Yeah. So it has this perfect encapsulation cap- of depression, mm-hmm. and you have a character who's obviously going into depression, and he has this one little bright moment, and it changes his day very slightly. And he gets home, and it's like, oh, things aren't so bad. Mm-hmm. And and like like you said before, it's the the idea, but like of, uh, you don't know what people are going through. Just yeah. to treat them with kindness and treat them with respect, and uh, try to brighten their day up, even though mm-hmm. they may not like it, but at least try. And I did like how, during the quote unquote credits sequence, yeah, we saw her perspective of of the events. That's like okay, that's nice. It's like this is not just a one-person show. Yeah, you actually do see how she, how she approached it, and she exactly. maybe not have been going through a a great morning, but exactly. she she was kind when uh-huh. she needed to be. Anyway, exactly. So yeah, uh, what do you what would you rate this? I'd give it an eight point five. Okay, uh, and the only reason I'm not rating it higher than that is. I don't know. The, a part of me wishes for more context in a way. Fair. More, more of what's going on. I granted, I also understand why we don't have that. Yeah. But you know, there's just a, this film does what you're supposed to do with, with a show is make you feel like you want more. True. In a way. Uh, granted, we don't get more and we're not going to get more, but, but like you said, I also wish we'd have gotten a little bit of happier ending, but yeah, we still got a pretty decent ending for this. Yes. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, I'm going to give it an eight. I'd be like, I thoroughly enjoy this. Mm-hmm. I, I'd be like animations, br- like brilliant, like usual. Uh, I wouldn't say usual, but I'm the first time I've seen it. Uh, it's brilliant. The, the storytelling is excellent. The, uh, the, the mannerisms and like the modes of the characters mm-hmm. are great. And, uh, the fact that like depression is like a real thing and you, you have a character who's really depressed, but he, runs into a woman who shows him kindness and, sh- you know, wants to brighten up his day, even though it doesn't go exactly the way she planned it. She changed his, per- changed his life a little bit. Yeah. Which is always a good thing. So that's our thoughts on that one. That's our thoughts. Go so, check it out on YouTube. Exactly. Next, we're going to talk about fueled by killed the cat productions, exactly. <coughs> which is made up of, Jason Parr, Jing Zhang Hu, Selena Liu, Alex Deadman Wiley, Rebecca Derice, Michelle Howe, Fawn Chan, Subin Jang, Starlin Yu, Young Hak Jang, Jisoo Kim, Georgia Quinn, Emily Zhu, Ido Hayashi, Daniel Blake, Catherine Ivanoff, and Aruna Kiani. All right, trivia for this. All I've got is that the pig slash gas station attendant is reading a magazine named Playboy. Yes, I, I, I noticed that. That was, that was funny. That was funny. 
Uh, what do you got for info and stuff? Oh my gosh. All right. So it has actually has an IMDb. Yes. Uh, it is a 7.6 out of 10. It's available to watch on YouTube. Production was like Kill the Cat Productions. Um, it was released on December 1st, 2021. Its runtime is nine minutes. All right. All right. Murder. Murder most foul. No, I'm kidding. Uh, this is this is actually a revenge story yes. and how revenge is not always a good thing. In fact, I think it's never a good thing. No, it's not. It drives you to become what you're not what, what, what you what you're revenging against in a lot of cases yes uh i actually watched this twice uh because i watched it again like uh yesterday when i was uh, getting ready for the show and uh okay first off the animation on this is beautiful oh yeah absolutely it's all 2d uh, uh vector-based animation mm-hmm. uh there is so much that is shown but not said. Yes. That helps you. And there's nothing really said. I think like yeah. the one line is the 911 operator at the very yeah, end. You, you hear the Outso- outside of uh, some sound effects of weeping and gasping for breath and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Uh, but the lighting oh, on beautiful. This, oh my gosh. Uh, and, and the transitions between the different scenes showing the happy life she had before this event mm-hmm. that caused her to decide because uh, th- th- this is brings me brings the question to me she's going out obviously and looking for the doberman's hideout yeah that's what she's doing exactly when she when she runs out of gas mm-hmm. what was her plan when she found this place um that's a very was she good... was she going to slam open the door hello I am a I am a calico kitty cat. You killed my husband. Prepare to die. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Um but I don't know, be like it's it's more like this was a very fueled. Yeah. You know, fueled, fueled by revenge. That's fueled, fueled, it's a, and she's out of fuel gas wise. Yeah. And she's out of gas and the whole bit. But I think it's more she's driven to find discover where he's at before mm-hmm. she can at least know where he's at. And or know where this you know this this foul villain who who murdered right and maybe she thinks when she finds it she's gonna call the police and say i found his i found the hideout for the guy yeah and it's like hey you're not supposed to be doing that that's incredibly dangerous uh-huh. and it's gonna and as we see it's gonna get her into worse trouble because she's so focused mm-hmm. on finding this, this guy she runs out of gas in the middle of nowhere, nowhere. mm-hmm Conveniently and next to a gas station in the middle of nowhere. Not next to it. She no. is like across a field from it because yeah. an, an S curve, strangely enough, that doesn't look like there's a need for an S curve, but whatever. Uh, and there's a the gas station is on the paper map. Can't imagine. I don't remember any map paper map I ever had that said there's gas here. Yeah, even if that, especially gas stations in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> but that's just, but that's all beside the point because it's just like this is short, yeah, storytelling saying this is what's going it's on. So gorgeous. Oh yeah, so incredibly well done. I, I sure I could nitpick the logistics of this oh, thing, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's not the point. No. Uh, especially since I'm still not sure time period on this. No, because no, the Boar's phone is from the 80s. Her phone is from the 90s. 
the gas station is from the 50s. <laughs> that is true. And apparently it's a lets, timeless setting. It lets you have gas without ringing it up. That is true. Those numbers never moved when she pumped that gas into that can. That is true. <laughs> I don't know how that works. No, no, no. Anyway, that's a that's a mild mild thing. Yes. Um, and like I said, that I'm I could nitpick this thing to death logistic wise, but that's not the point. Because the point is, she's driven for revenge. She gets into a desperate situation. Things go south. She's trying to get gas for her car mm -hmm. the boar catches her tries to stop her and then to call the police and because the stupid boar is smoking on the outside of a gas station next to a no smoking sign when she attacks him with a glass uh -huh. bottle, bottle the cigarette falls out of his mouth hits a thing of gas which i don't think it works exactly like that but whatever uh and blows up and blows the entire station station up, up. and then she runs back with a with a can full of gas, a jerry can full of gas that did not catch on fire, despite the fact it's missing a lid. <laughs> it sounds like I'm bashing this thing. It sounds like I, you are. I am so sorry, but it's just like I'm watching this and going, if I were sitting in the audience for this and I was critiquing it for a panel for, for a, an assignment, these are all the stupid things I bring up because it's like that's not how stuff works. But I actually do love it because, like the, like I said, the animation is good. The storytelling uh -huh. makes uh, is 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 great in it. It's uh, and the 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 bit I like the most is when she gets back to the car, mm -hmm. gets the car cranked. You see the the the, the wanted sign, the wanted the the, the police sketch, yeah. yeah, tear off enough that her eyes are now visible in the mirror, and the light from the burning gas station is reflecting off of the whites of her eyes and so it looks like she's him yeah which is like what spooks her out of this and then she does the the right thing after she's done so many wrong things uh-huh and calls 911 and walks yeah. back to i'm assuming turn herself in yeah once everything's said and done it's a beautifully well animated thing mm -hmm. and in the moment i all these little nitpicks i've brought up i didn't notice yeah except for the fact it's like why does the why why does this jerry can not have a spout to throw in the gas tank there is no way you can pour gas like that into a car the safety catch on the car would keep it so that means it's the 60s uh <laughs> i get it i get it i'm sorry it's just these are the little things that now that I'm talking about it and we're on a podcast uh -huh. and I'm going, here's problem A, here's problem B, here's problem C, here's uh -huh. problem D. It's like, here's all the little pile of bad, yeah. pile of little things that didn't matter at the moment. But now that I'm talking about them, mm -hmm. they're all coming out. It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> it's, it, you know, the thing. Yes, you know I what know. I'm talking about. It's yeah. like, I loved it. Why do I act like, why, why do I sound like I hate it? <laughs> Because you're critiquing something, critiquing something, and I'm noticing here's all the little issues. Yes, the little issues that shouldn't matter at all. Yes, because it's not important. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm going to quote Han Solo in The Force Awakens. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> oh, 
so speak you know um, anyway your thoughts i've pulled <laughs> i've already drugged this thing i loved it through the mud you talk about it so speaking of um mo- using a movie reference <clears throat> um so i titled my my uh my like is becoming what you seek mm-hmm. and so you have this care this this woman who has lost the love of her life her husband to a a robbery gone wrong who has murdered her husband and now she's out for revenge she's out seeking the man who murdered her husband and wanting to find out why mm-hmm. and so she's gone on this amazing journey and she's found herself in the middle of nowhere and she's at such a desperation she only has a quarter to her name because she's exhausted everything in order to try to mm-hmm. find this guy you know, like she has the sketch the police sketch hanging from her rear mirror she's obsessed with this character she's got to find him mm-hmm. she's got to find out why and bring him justice or something so and then be like it's just and then she runs out of gas she's got a quarter of her name walks to the gas station now granted she could have told the attendant be like hey i ran out of gas i have no money can i pay for some gas or come back and pay you but that yeah. didn't happen be like she's so driven she has to get back to her car to go find this guy and so she does all these you know starts be like this little sin here this little sin here this little sin here and it just lead it like it's just trickles mm-hmm. like gas trickles in you know to the the climax of where the attendant confronts her takes the gas station away she she realizes that she needs that gas in order to take revenge for her husband so she attacks the attendant with a broken bottle obviously kills him or hurts him enough where the explosion goes off yeah and it's never shown what actually happens to the attendant exactly it's assumed he's dead yeah he became like bacon roasted he squealed like a pig Oh my gosh. But the, the one thing I love about this entire thing is like you mentioned before where our um our main character she gets back in her car and this time like you've seen the the mm-hmm. uh, the sketch kind of just rip, which is beautifully animated. Yeah. So she gets in her car, she's really excited, and she just be like goes to look, you know, turn it on and car fires up and it's ripped just enough to where she looks in the rear mirror and her eyes are the exact same way his mm-hmm. and she's become him and, she's and, murdered it, and, it, and it uh breaks her out of that revenge exactly that spell of revenge exactly and to quote the uh the dark knight either you die die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain mm-hmm. and in this way she's become him she's become yeah. the man she has been hunting she's become the man who killed her husband mm-hmm. and it, it breaks her it'd be like she like once you realize you have done something graven you've done something so evil be like to the point where you would have someone be like who has no remorse for what they've done mm-hmm. they're not going to care where yeah. this character actually does have remorse for what she's done she's come to the realization oh my gosh i've done this terrible thing mm-hmm. it breaks down and you know, like you said, she does the right thing and goes back. And I just find it so beautiful that she walks back, and you get this, you know, like nine one emergency call, mm-hmm. and uh, she can't say anything. She's so in awe of what she's done. It's not like, oh my gosh, look the work I've done, but it's more the 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 brokenness of yeah. this character. That be like, yes, I'm going to do the right thing, unlike the the uh, 
the yeah. suspect who murdered yeah. my husband. And I just, I find it so beautiful. And you're just left with this scene of absolute carnage and the, uh, the 911 operator trying to get her back on the line. Mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful, mm-hmm. but so tragic at the exact same time. Yeah. Because she's so driven by revenge. She becomes the, re- she becomes what uh, drove her to this. Mm-hmm. And it's just beautiful. So yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's so good. What are you rating it? A nine point five. I'm probably gonna do about the same. I know it sounds like I I I had some like issues you rip with this it. thing to shreds. But I, it's one of those things. I looked at it. You know how it is when you, yeah. when you find you actually like something and you're paying a lot more attention to oh, it. Yeah. You see more of its faults. Oh yeah. And I, I couldn't help but bring those up because it's like so many of this pile of little things that doesn't matter but other than that it is a 9.5 it is beautifully animated and it's beautifully told this story of revenge that ultimately goes wrong yes agree so yeah mm-hmm. that brings us to the end of our reviews so what are we reviewing next next well, your picks is my picks we are reviewing two shorts from the website homestarrunner.com, mm-hmm. specifically two Cheat Commandos shorts mm-hmm. called uh, Shopping for Danger uh-huh. and Commandos in the Classroom, a PSA. A PSA. Nice. Technically, it's a PSA. Wow. <laughs> it's not a public service announcement that will do us any good, but <laughs> it is a PSA. <clears throat> So, yeah, join us next week for that. Uh, join us on the other side of the bumpers and, and and the ad reads and all that other cool stuff, and we'll get to talking about, you know, what we've been watching, some news, and uh, a little bit of Evangelion. Yes. This podcast is a proud member of Culture Box. Whether you enjoy geeky reviews, comedy, or original fiction, you can open up the Culture Box and find something excellent for your soul. Point your web browser to culturebox.media. This week, we suggest checking out the Retro Rewind podcast. On there, every other week, you can join the the podcast as they travel back 15 or more years along the entertainment space-time continuum in their mission to review movies and games, establishing what is still worth your time today. Expect fun banter and trivial insights from Francisco Paul and a rotating uh, panel of guest hosts who are all at a time. The Cellcast would also like to thank the following patrons. Ashley and Francisco Ruiz, Book of Gaming, PaulGPowers.com, and Edwin Gonzalez. If you would like to hear your name shouted out on the show, some bonus art from Jacob, uncut episodes, and, as of right now, uh, three uh, spots still available for our patron picks where you can make us review something within reason. Uh, You can donate to us on Patreon. So, Jacob, I have a question for you. Mm. What have you been watching? What have I been watching? Let's pull the tablet back up. And what have I been watching? Oh, yeah. Uh, I watched a show that came on like in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. It was a show that lasted one season, and uh, I was watching something on YouTube that was like, oh, these sci-fi shows that came on during the 90s that you probably don't remember. And uh, they mentioned Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century, which I had not 
thought about that show in years. Right. I was like, whoa. I just be like, it, you know, deja vu. I remember this now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So I pulled on YouTube and sure enough, they're all on there. It's like 24 episodes. And I pull up the first the first episode. I'm like, wow, this is really 90s. I think it's 90s. I think it's like late 90s. Late 90s cheese. And it is like the storytelling, everything that apparently Moriarty, Sherlock Holmes' greatest rival, has returned. So they have to bring back Sherlock Holmes from 200 years ago. And apparently he's been sitting in cold storage or lukewarm storage. He's just sitting there in a box, just waiting for someone to freeze him. Right. And it's just like the it's the animation, it's done very well. It's it's um 90s computer animation for cars and the whole bit. <clears throat> but I watched the first episode, I thought it was interesting for strictly animation-wise. You watch the second episode episode, and it's just like wow, there went the budget. Yeah. <laughs> but uh I, I turned off after that. And uh, I've been watching uh, a little more of Inuyasha. I think I had some downtime uh, this week at some point. And in between the sniffles and the coughs. Um, and I watched a little more Inuyasha. And uh, it's Inuyasha. It's great. I mean, like, I, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed Inuyasha. I've never watched the entire series. So I'm kind of just slowly filtering through and see, right. and see what the, you know, what the end game is. Uh, that would be in the final chapters and now Princess Half Demon. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. So out of curiosity, I don't know how far through the show you are, if you're anywhere near the end of the original anime. I think I'm in season... I think season five, I think. Could be you're pretty far along then. Yeah, I'm in season five. Our, and, I, and if I remember correctly, this is one of those 52-episode season shows. Yes. So it's literally year round. Yes. Uh, Cause it's technically a shonen. shonen yeah. No, it's shonen. Even though it's a love story. Yeah. Uh, yes. But uh, when you get to the end of Inuyasha, season three, episode 25. Ah. How many seasons is it? Uh, There's seven seasons. Okay. So when you get to that end, and I assume then you go into the final chapters or whatever the, yeah, final end, chapters. the, the end of inuyasha is called because i know it's yeah. technically a separate anime yeah uh, i assume you're going to watch those yeah when that's done are you going to dip your toes into princess half demon maybe if it's dubbed it should be hmm. i don't know we'll get there well i'll all get right. there when we when i get there and we'll see all right yeah i'm just curious uh that all you've been watching yes so i've watched some star trek of course uh what else have i watched <laughs> that's a good question more star trek uh i haven't actually had a chance to watch a lot this week just because it's been busy yeah uh and i may get distracted by other games like final fantasy 14 no Say it's like admittedly uh it's been a busy week even though i'm finally back to like a more normal work schedule yeah but i haven't quite got back around uh my normal watch schedule i'll put right. it that way right so i mean i was gonna watch monarch legacy of monsters mm-hmm. tonight before uh, we started but uh i ended up ne- needing to wait on that because uh somebody else hadn't finished it yet 
Mm. Who technically, I don't know if Apple allows that now that I think about it. I probably shouldn't mention it. Mm. Okay. But anyway, uh, I'm not the only person watching on my account is all I'm saying. Oh, okay. Uh, Roger. Got it. Anyway. So yeah, where uh, other than that, I say I hadn't watched Echo yet, even though it's out. Yeah, all five season episodes of it. Uh, apparently, you have to change your rating setting when you I already have it. mine changed because I was going to watch through uh, the Netflix stuff after it got moved to Disney Plus. Mm. I guess I really hadn't watched anything else, to be honest. Okay. So uh, yeah. So, what do we got in the news? The Cellcast News with your host, Jacob Heron. Why, thank you, Dealit. And going into a little bit of news, so Netflix and DreamWorks Animation has shown new light on an upcoming animation feature called Orion and the Dark, debuting the official trailer and announcing the voice cast based on the book by Inley Yetland. Yetland, I'm probably mispronouncing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pick, uh, the story is written by uh, Charlie Kaufman, uh, directed by Sean... Charmitz, probably mispronounced it. Uh, he directed Trolls Holiday in Harmony and Pink Melinka. Melinka. Um, let's see. The film will premiere on the uh, streaming platform starting February second. The summary: um, Orion sees a seems a lot like your average elementary school kid, shy, unassuming harboring some secret crush but underneath his seemingly normal exterior orion is a ball of adolescent inks complete completely assumed uh consumed with a with a fear of bees dogs the ocean cell phone waves murderous mm-hmm. gutter gutter clowns falling off falling off cliffs but all what he fears most the thing that the thing he fears of is what he confronts him in a night, nightly, the dark. So when the literally embalming of his worst fears pays a visit, dark whispers, Orion, whist, uh, whistles, whisp, whisp, whistles? Um, whisk Orion away on a roller coaster ride across the world to revive, to prove there is nothing to fear, to fear of in the dark. As the unlucky pair grow closer, Orion deci- must decide if he can learn to accept the unknown, to stop letting fear control his life, and finally embrace the joy of life. So this is the one we read here is going to be the uh, box office for the last week. <clears throat> so Disney Wish opened domestically on December 22nd and came in a third of the Thanksgiving spread. Um, upping its worldwide gross to 205, 209.5 million in its seventh week, which is not a good thing for a Disney movie. 
Mm-hmm. Um, uh, while the while the old year has closed, the this milestone places the music the musical fantasy at the fourth gro- the fourth highest grossing animated film of 2023, moving it up to uh raking uh raking past trolls uh drills been together uh paw patrol the mighty movie to date wish has picked up 70 or 62 million domestically meanwhile illuminations year end release migration was able to hit a big 100 and 150 million dollar milestone at the global box office the movie which was released December 22nd in the United States is continuing to draw fa- draw families to theaters across the world. Director uh, directed by French uh, Helmer Benjamin Rayner is the <clears throat> who is best known for his 3D hand drawn picks such as the Big Bad Fox and other tales of Everett and. Celeste, I'm going to butcher the name, I apologize. The film has made over $150.7 million to date. Domestically, the film has grossed over $77.8 million from 3,838 theaters. While the film doesn't uh, uh, initially did as well as Illumination's other franchise opening at number three. It has bounced around the number five spot in Norm Air since its debut and built a slow but steady fan base globally, especially since the next big movie, sorry, the next big studio animation movie, DreamWorks Kung Fu Panda 4, didn't arrive in theater, won't arrive into theaters until March Eighth, and the source for this article is from Deadline, Collider, and Box Office Mojo. Okay, so that is all I have, unless you have something else. Not that I know of. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into a little bit of uh, Evangelion. Once again, that's Stephen He doing the emotional damage bit at the end. And apparently I forgot it once again to look up where the Lost Four Kids stuff <laughs> thing came from. Hang on, I better look that up. I can't do that two episodes in a row. Yes. This won't take long. Uh, that would be er- uh, Eagle Eight Burger. Eagle Eight Burger. Yeah, he did it eight years ago. Okay. 
But anyway, yeah. Neon Genesis Evangelion, this episode, Dance Dance Revolution. No, that's not the name of it. No, it's not. Uh, mind matching moment, or both of you dance like you want to win. You can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. Anyway, it was this episode was directed by Seiji Mizushima and written by Hideaki Anno and Akio Satsukawa. For the summary for this one, a quick attack against a new angel by Asuka and Shinji ends in an embarrassing defeat when the angel suddenly divides itself. Shinji and Asuka undergo learning a series of synchronized dance movements as per a new team-oriented strategy. I love this episode. There is no new cast in this episode. Nope. Getting into the trivia, we uh, still see the, uh, for angel appearance, we still have the corpse of Ramiel. Yes still clogging up the streets of Tokyo uh -huh. three. And we have the dual angel here named Isfafel. Isfafel. Isfafel, I think is how you say that. Uh, this is most likely, this angel is most likely based on an angel from Islam hmm. who blows the trumpet to signal Kuyama or the day of judgment. Okay. This is the only episode in which Toji wears his school uniform. He wears the uniform without an undershirt when first seen, but wears a purple undershirt when he and uh, Kensuke go to Masato's apartment to check in on Shinji oh, yeah. and at their subsequent party there. Uh huh. When Asuka in Unit 2 jumps onto a building to attack Isfafel, sorry, Israfel. I apparently misspelled, miswrote it earlier. It's Israfel. Israfel. Which sends surprisingly a lot like israel i wonder what if uh the is the islams were trying to say something I the islams the islams that's the, not a word muslims muslims <laughs> i don't know i'm guessing here uh <coughs> anyway when she jumps onto that building to attack israfel the oh. first time the building sign reads studio fantasia mm-hmm a Gynax subsidiary involved in animating the short, the uh, video, the movie Otaku no Video, which is about making anime. Okay. And credited for animating portions of episodes eight, nine, and eleven. Okay. So part of this episode. Yes. Although Asuka is normally unmovable and refuses to show signs of weakness, to the point that she will stick her head in a freezer to prevent herself from crying later on. Uh huh. Uh, she cries in her sleep while mumbling about her mother. Yeah. Interestingly enough. Yes. This is the second episode in which Shinji refers to Asuka as Soryu. Starting in the next one, he starts referring to her by her first name uh -huh. because they've grown more accustomed to living together by that point, and she is no longer new to Tokyo 3. Yes. Fly Me to the Moon. The version in this episode is the Asuka bossa techno interesting and also you all noted the uh background was still red yes uh this version is sung by asuka's japanese voice actress yuko miyamura okay so you like this episode apparently a yes, lot i do it's i can imagine well this this episode like again we, we do finally feel like we're in the we're not going to take this seriously for a couple episodes. Yeah, it's, episodes. it's nice and whimsical and the whole bit, which I really enjoy. Uh, I enjoy where be like you get Asuka and uh, Shinji actually working together, mm -hmm. and they don't work well together because Asuka no, they're entirely like, different. This, this is mine. Be like I'm going to get the glory, and they just don't. They're supposed to work together, 
it fails miserably and then <laughs> they have shit they have asuka move in with masato and shinji yeah i'm like oh this is not gonna be interesting she, at all and she gets a culture shock a little by bit the fact that not all of her stuff is gonna fit in that apartment and there's no locks <laughs> there are no locks on those doors oh my gosh but it's it's so funny because they're gonna be like like their friends show up haven't seen them in days and then they're like they pop in the door it's like wait what are you both doing here and they pop up and they're both wearing matching outfits which are girls outfits which mm-hmm. i found hilarious and uh they're we've they're, got they're, to continue to emasculate shinji yeah exactly from the last episode of course two, or is it two episodes two ago, episodes ago where he had he was in her ava with her yes uh wearing the red that, that was suit. that was the last episode that was the last episode, was the last okay. episode. so like you get all these be like they're they're talking in sync and they're they're having the the so you you get through the, these uh the the one i love because they're going you start to see a little bit more who oscar really is who her personality is is like oh yeah i can do everything i don't need help or blah 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 blah. and uh so they're trying to do this sync dance and just can't she's blaming shinji the entire time Mm -hmm. and then ray just being this cool-headed little doll character is like okay i'll do this it walks and they're just perfectly in sync in the whole bit and oscar loses it yeah he's like oh be like no i'll do it i can't do lose but that plays so well into what happens later in the series but it is done so well it's like these characters have to work in sync and the the scene that was like the coolest to me was you know they have to share the same room and the whole bit which is like taboo but it's more you have to work together you have to see well, masato's in there too so. yeah that is true that is that is true you do see masato in the room so <clears throat> so uh the the point where masato's gonna be for the day and uh they have to be like okay they're by themselves and it's okay be like Asuka is me like okay i'm gonna sit i'm gonna this is my room you come across this room you die mm-hmm. and so shinji tab character who doesn't sleep here's Asuka to the bathroom thinks nothing about it and then she falls asleep in front of him and of course she be like he's being a guy i'm emphasizing this for a reason people yeah. uh like he's a guy he has urges just like any guy his age would and be like he's got a girl his own age who inches from his face inches from his face and be like oh i'm gonna kiss her oh i'm attracted by this and like when when she like says mom mommy and it's just mm-hmm. like that just be like he turns over there and he's just like it's like he's like all kinds of emotional about it and uh, I can't remember what he says. It's something. It's just, it's something. But I just love that moment. But then obviously they 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 get their sync right together and they're able to defeat the angel, which I found very interesting. And um, obviously because Asuka is so fascinated with, like she wants to go on this trip and she's trying to get, oh, what's the guy's name? The the trip is the next one. Oh, the trip is the next one. That's right. Never mind. I'm getting these two confused um but this episode's so well done it's so well done because you're starting to get understanding of who oscar is and i love that we have these this this brief time time period where shinji is just a regular dude Mm -hmm. he's like 
I'm an Ava pilot. I have friends. I have a normal life. I can joke around with people. I can be a normal person. Yeah. And it's great. And then the crap hits the fan later. But we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. I love this episode. It's so great. And we, we get one little moment where uh, Ray's in there for a moment. And then it's just like, oh, okay, here's this level. Okay, let's go here. Mm -hmm. It's fun. So, yeah, I love this episode. You? Uh, this this is a fun episode. Like I said, this is it feels this is definitely feels like we are moved away from the dark, serious, important, artsy episode. Oh, yeah. And now we're just going to have Dance Dance Revolution with giant robots. Uh, granted, I mean, this I think in any other anime would technically be considered filler. Yeah, but I, it, I think it does have some moments that sound like they're going to play out later, but uh, that will come when it comes. Uh huh. Uh, honestly, I mean, this is for. It's not a bad episode. It's it's just like I, I'm at a point now where it's like, okay, this is fun, this is cool, and this is how we're defeating the monster for the week. Okay. For the most part, it could have been. I, I understand why this is like one of the first episodes that the movies uh, skipped and changed. Yeah, because I know it's at this point we're, we're different from what the, what the rebuild movies oh, are yeah, doing. Yeah, uh, but I I do understand why because like this is like there's it's just like almost nothing is happening of much importance. Yes, an angel attacks. Yes. And they have to go defeat it. And this is interesting that the angel can split itself into two creatures uh -huh. that uh, then uh, they have to attack in tandem. And we are still at the point now where we're still trying to figure out how the Avas are going to fight together. Mm -hmm. Granted, we still don't have... Uh, is Ray's unit zero? Is that the yeah, name of her Ava? unit zero. We don't have hers back in the show yet. No. I assume at some point we are. Yeah. But uh, we've only seen, and we've only seen it for like one, maybe two episodes. Yeah. Three at most. Three at most. Three at most. Um, I mean, she's had her Ava has been almost as much as, as a Ray as a Oscar has, but yeah, I mean, this was a good, interesting, fun episode. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what's, we learned in this episode actually goes forward. It's actually the episode next episode. I think I was more interested in hmm. strangely enough. Yeah. Because I'm going to have some complaints. About this before. I'm going to have some complaints right. at the, uh, in the trivia, just kind of minor grumbles. Water be like lava is not water. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, but yeah, this is an interesting episode and I, I'm curious how this is actually going to fit into the whole story as a whole, instead of just this one random goofy episode mm -hmm. but anyway you ready for the next one yes magma diver magma diver yes is literally both names so this is only the second episode two of the there are only two episodes in evangelion which mm -hmm. the english and japanese name are the same yeah and this is the second one <laughs> the first one was angel attack the first one uh this episode was directed by Tsuyoshi Kaga and Hiroyuki Ishido mm -hmm. and written by Hideaki Anu and Akio Satsukawa. 
uh, in this episode, banned by Masato from going on the class trip to Okinawa. Shinji and Asuka catch up on their studies. An embryonic angel is found inside a volcano, and Asuka volunteers to carry out the perilous task of retrieving the creature. Of course. There is no new cast in this episode. Getting into the trivia, the angel we have appearing in this episode is Sandalfon. Sandalfon is named for the angel who, according to Kabbalism, plays a major role in determining the sex of a human embryo. Interesting. Masato is seen drinking Boa brand beer as opposed to her favorite Yebisu brand, huh. possibly as a result of the network that the series first aired on, complaining that they didn't want to give real-world Yebisu beer company unpaid publicity. Hmm. A brief glimpse is given to what a typical day with no angel attacks must be like at Nerve headquarters for the trio of technicians working on the command level. Makoto Huga reads a manga. Maya Ibuki spends her free time reading a romance novel and Shigeru Aoba re reads guitar magazines and strums an air guitar. The backwards roll that Asuka performs at the pool and the giant entry, also known as giant step, she does at the volcano are both actual techniques used in scuba diving for entering the water. Hmm. At this point, the timeline of events in the series starts to become fuzzy. No. The shot looking at Ray from underwater while she is swimming silhouetted against a circular ceiling light is similar to the shot from episode five of Ray silhouetted against the moon. Mm -hmm. Foreshadowing. A little bit. Asuka makes a valid point about the plot of the series that Nerve really has no clear idea of where or how angels appear. Exactly. It's not that the series isn't adequately explaining to the audience where angels come from, even to the characters in the story. It's something of a mystery. Nerve is stuck in a defensive posture, and if they could go on the offensive against the angels, they would. That 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 statement kind of oddly reminds me of uh, the Roman Empire mm -hmm. and it's like its early days of where like they were oh we're totally not going to attack anybody unless we're uh, provoked minus be like if there was the whim of someone be like doing something oh we're totally going to attack oh, offensively yeah. last uh, second to last actually yes the avas enter and navigate inside the volcanic magma the magma is basically melted rock and is very dense uh and uh, to, to place and dip any material, whether resistant or not, at the temperatures of the volcano, which are between 700 degrees and 1300 degrees Celsius, or 12,092 degrees and 2372 degrees Fahrenheit. Well, all I am saying is, I don't care how advanced the technology of these Evangelians is, they shouldn't have been able to do any of the things we saw. The probe, I can believe. The Avas, I cannot. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little too ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm sorry, magma and lava is not just hot red water. This Agreed. is the only thing I really don't like about this is like, this is obviously just hot red water this is not actual magma because yes. otherwise you, for one thing the pressure would not be conducive for no. these things and plus here's my other little minor gripe minor gripe minor gripe uh, the cooling system for both the Ava and uh, Asuka 
Mm-hmm. That obviously played for laughs. It's the entire oh. reason they're there. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Asuka should be boiled alive. Oh, yeah. Because she's, I don't, because A, how are they keep, in order for that thing to keep her cool, it has to be actively being cooled. But you're down in, what did I say? A thousand degree Fahrenheit temperature? You are boiled. I don't care. Yeah. You are boiled. I don't care how good the air conditioning is inside an Evangelion. You are boiled. I'm sorry, Asuka. You are schnitzel. The Fly Me to the Moon in this episode is uh, once again sung by Yuko Miyamura, aka yeah. Asuka. It is the main version of her with uh, it says entering chorus and a normal orchestra. Mm-hmm. I actually like this episode, believe it or not. <laughs> yes, I have. No, I have issues with uh, the red water. Yes. <laughs> the hot red water but i mean there's a lot of this is like okay they're actually are at least trying to find where these things come from and yeah it sucks for asuka and shinji to not get to go on their school trip yeah bear in mind this is the sophomore yeah trip this is not like us when we were in school and we got a field trip yeah this is the cultural time uh touchstone of the japanese high school student is the sophomore trip you miss this you miss the big one yeah and they can't go on it because gosh darn it they have responsibilities as ava pilots yes i blame gendo Uh, of course blame gendo he's probably the cause of the second impact (laughs) (laughs) but uh (laughs) why do i get the feeling i just guessed something <laughs> no <laughs> maybe we'll see yeah we'll uh see. <laughs> stupid kendo that can be said a lot i think yes uh, also i find it interesting that gendo was in that first episode major player in that first episode and we have barely seen him since then oh, yeah he's he's like that. He's, if he's, he's hiding in the background it's like what they said in the last episode if if general akari were here you'd all be fired <laughs> That is true. That is so true. That's, that's, like, that's like where I work sometimes. Be like, yeah. If a certain boss was here, oh my gosh, everybody would be fired or let go. Right. But no, no this was like an interesting episode because you get the disappointment of the kids not getting to go on the school trip. Yeah. Asuka volunteering to dive in because she's not getting to go scuba dive in Okinawa. Even though she apparently practiced for this because yeah. she knows all this stuff and she went and bought her kingdom hearts-esque swimsuit i say that because of the giant zipper on the front okay that's a tetsuya namura design if i ever saw one oh okay (laughs) because that man loves zippers (laughs) oh my god i'm I'm gonna tell you a story later you act Uh, like you don't understand what i'm talking about with the zippers i don't but i've got i will show it afterwards yeah i will will tell you a story it's it's embarrassing but it's worth i'm not telling you i'm telling him later (laughs) okay uh but yeah i thought this i i understood exactly what the uh the ava pilots were going through not getting Mm -hmm. to go on their trip i and only for for a short bit to be like the most boring week at nerve headquarters oh yeah only for it's like only for Masato to go, you know, I'm bored. Let's send a probe down into a volcano and see if we can find an angel. Yeah. 
I will and will waste millions of what I'm assuming are taxpayer dollars of to do course. it. So it's like we oh. must attack attack the Avas directly. Why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, there's only what 13 of them. <laughs> we don't have that many left. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this is this was a nice little fun episode. Yes. Uh, I have. I think there are there are things that have done the vol- machine uh, humans in magma thing better than this yes. but i mean it was just a fun episode it was nice seeing oscar get her just rewards for her show what do you call that uh her pride she yes. gets all she gets all the pride that she's been throwing at these people thrown back in her of face course. uh one other little minor gripe and then i'll move on to, to you Within the context of this, Oscar Ava had to have a giant suit, mm-hmm. like a diving suit. Yeah, a magma diving suit for her to go in to not destroy the Ava itself because yes. it couldn't withstand the heat. Yes, and if I remember correctly from what Oscar said in the first episode, granted, Pride might be coloring what she says here because she does tend to exaggerate we'll say a little um uh, her ava is more advanced than shinji's technically it is yeah it's shinji's ava that's able to jump down into the magma notice i am saying magma because it is below the earth's surface yes down there and pull her out mm-hmm. and going now hang on mm-hmm. if she had if she had to go down in this giant suit and have her giant robot in a giant suit. Why can Shinji just jump in for a hot minute? Because Shinji has plot armor. I know Shinji has plot armor. I do though have maybe a rationalization. Okay. What is your rationalization? Rationalization is Asuka had to go down there for a good two, three, four hours. Mm -hmm. Shinji was only in the magma for maybe five minutes. Yeah. It just wasn't down there long enough to melt (coughs) or boil whatever creature is inside that armor mm-hmm. that we saw in the second episode yes so and i'm assuming is true of all the other avas yes so yeah that's my last little thing oh what are your God. thoughts my my I'm, I'm gonna kind of i'm trying to remember this one little quote they're at the uh the hot spring and it's just something that shinji said made me laugh also, this is when we learn thermal pen. expansion. Thermal expansion. <laughs> yes, this is also when we learn Pen Pen is a boy penguin. Yeah, which I I, I found that it was like it's like Shinji's just going like, like yeah. There again, Shinji's a red blooded boy. Yes, I'm gonna say that over and over again because there's certain people in you get this is ironically the hot springs episode of this anime. Oh yeah, and it's like the least hot springy hot springs episode of this. Yes. Of an anime I've ever watched. Yes. So like, be like, you you have this hot spring scene where it's like, oh, here's the soap. He throws it over and, and uh, it hits Asuka in the head. head. Uh, allegedly in the head. Yeah. Allegedly. We, we don't actually get to see this. No. We just get to see the next scene where everything is conveniently placed. Yes. Where you don't see anything, anything. except a scar going across Masato's chest. Chest. Yes. Which she, she says she got in the second impact. impact. Yes. 
my uh, theory the impact caused uh, a herd of pen pens pals to uh rampage <laughs> and attack and, and one of them happened to attack Masato. And actually it's pen pen that actually attacked her and that's why he feels he's a uh, uh, living with her now because now he's like somehow maybe thinks i don't know i'm I, this was going somewhere and i lost it oh my gosh okay that that's that's a theory a cell cast theory thanks for watching <laughs> goodbye matt pat because he's he's yes, no longer gonna I be saw, on youtube i saw that which there's so many other people leaving youtube right now which is crazy but anyway yeah anyways uh i thoroughly enjoy this episode uh, like a, again it's more of these whimsical kind of a uh story filler but it's not really a filler mm-hmm. um the the fact to be like you have shinji and oscar don't like each other but they do like each other kind of thing yeah but sorry but it's done it's so, like done so well it's you get the ridiculousness of the uh the magna dive or to <clears throat> to par- parody the uh the classic song from uh the band Rio Mac the But um yeah it's it's a great episode there again Shinji has plot armor so he literally can just plunge into magma and grab Asuka yeah and uh it, it's great like we we get another reference to uh, where Masato and Oscar are talking, where Oscar says something, so you know my past, you know what happened. It's like, yeah, but this is a, this is a new beginning, and uh, yeah, let's just you know wave into that when that comes up. It's hit, hit hitch, nudge, nudge. Yeah, a little bit. It's good. It's good. It's dark. It's deep. And I, I, maybe the, the scar is Ryoji's fault. Just Ryoji is that guy's name. Yeah, Ryoji. Yeah, Ryoji. Maybe it's his fault. Maybe. Maybe that's why they're no longer a couple. Maybe. But she said it was from the second impact. So we'll we will discover that. We'll get later. there when we get there. We'll get there when we get there. But overall, be like, this is a good episode. We discover more things about the characters, what's going on. A little bit of uh Kowoji, who I always love as a character. Am I saying his name right? It's either I, I have to look at it again. Because <laughs> I wanted to say it was Ryoji. Yeah, Ryoji. Ryoji. But anyway, yeah, either or. You're like, it's a great episode. Um, we the only Ava we well, we do see Ava Unit 2 and Ava 1, but um it's really more of a character piece. Yeah, it's character there, piece. The angel we see is interesting, mm-hmm. and they are at least letting the pilots in on at least some information. Yeah, that's true. Though not the fact that Ryoji took one of those embryos in already. Yeah. With no explanation of what's going on there that they called adam mm-hmm. but anyway yeah so it's a great episode i can't wait to get into more because yeah, it just gets better and better from here mm-hmm. to me it gets right, better and better. right so yeah next week we are looking at episodes not in front of me episode 11 but uh into uh, darkness in the still darkness mm-hmm. and a miracle's worth mm-hmm so join us next week for that. You got anything else before we cut out of here for the evening? Uh, yeah, we'll be recording in a couple of days. So Yeah, very quickly. Yeah, so, you're, you're going out of town, right? Yeah. Yeah. So 
don't be surprised if you see us Monday. Yeah. Anyway, in the meantime, this has been Drew. This is Jacob. And we'll catch you in the next frame. You can follow Jacob on his Facebook at Jacob B. Heron. His Facebook page, Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where he tries to draw each and every day. His Instagram at Jacob B. Heron. His Twitter at Jacob Heron. And his letterbox to Jacob Heron. You can find Drew on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. His Facebook page, Drew's photo bin to see his photography. His letterboxed page at GGeorge759. His Twitter at GGeorge759. And Instagram at Drew Dodgen. You can like us on Facebook at The Cellcast Podcast. On Twitch at The Cellcast Gaming. On YouTube at Cellcast. On Twitter at Cast underscore Cell. The Cellcast can be found at Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else fine podcasts are downloaded from. Please rate and review us where you found us, and also on Podchaser. Email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. The Cellcast is a proud member of both the Pop Americana and Culture Box Media Networks. For more information, please see the link in the description. Our theme song is Drop and Roll by Silent Partner. And remember, that's Cell with a single L. You can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. Because if you don't dance something, 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 scuba dive in magma. <laughs> it's like, man, this is really watery magma. Very, it's not as, it's very watered down. Yeah. It's almost like it's not actually magma. magma. <laughs>